Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Ooh, ooh. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. I'm your host, Jazzy Bell. And on this show, we focus on the many talents and influences from women in hip hop. And today, I'm so excited. We have with us um, health coach, role model, lyricist, actress, and designer. She is also the little sister of one of my top five favorite female rappers. Mm-hmm. Did y'all guess it yet? Uh-huh. <laughs> we have raindrops in the building. Raindrop, you have to say raindrop Lopez. Raindrop you Lopez. Say, yes. Raindrops with the S, right? No. Okay. No, I'm gonna do this again. Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. I'm your host, Jazzy Bell. And on this show, we focus on the many talents and influences from women in hip hop. And today I'm so excited. All right, we have with us today a health coach role model, lyricist, actress, and designer. She's also the little sister to one of my top five favorite female rappers of all time, Lisa Left Eye Lopez. We have with us Raindrop Lopez in the building. What's up, Raindrop? Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm just so excited that I'm finally here. You know, we've been through a little uh, technical difficulties to get yes. this interview happening, but it's happening. It's finally and, happening, so and that's, that's a good thing, a great thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, first and foremost, the name, <laughs> Raindrop, that I kind of messed up in the first take that y'all didn't hear. <laughs> Give us Okay, the- <laughs> everyone does that. Okay, so, you know I'm short. Okay, yes. I'm five feet. So, people would make fun of me all the time, and Raindrop comes from my birth name. The rain comes from my birth name. So, people just started calling me Raindrop because I was little. Yes. And I just decided to spell it R-E-I-G-N instead of R-A-I-N because it had a more meaning. And uh, one of my friends actually gave me that idea. Really? Yeah. So when you say to have more meaning, what was, what's your meaning behind that spelling of rain? Well, it's power. It's okay. a term of power. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, you know, and then when you think of the regular rain, it's kind of like the same thing. It's very powerful. So, yes. yeah. Yes, little but powerful. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get it. Okay, now I told you that your sister is in my top five favorite female rappers. I like to start off this show by getting an idea of my guests by asking them what's their top five favorite female rappers of all time. Wow, okay, top five. I would say, of course, my sister Lisa, of course. Yes. <laughs> Missy Elliott. Mm. I love Missy Elliott. She's so original. I would say Debrat. 
I love Debrat. Love okay. her. I love Debrat. Okay, so that's three. I would say. See, these are the questions I like getting beforehand. Ah, <laughs> I'm glad I got you. <laughs> um, let's see. Those are like my top three. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I love Queen Latifah. So, yeah. I yes. have to have her in there. And uh, one, one, more, more. one more. One more. One more. Ah! Come on, Rain. Drop it uh, on in. Okay. <laughs> Lauren Hill. Oh, good woo, one. Woo! See, you made it. Not that difficult. <laughs> okay, now, um, a lot of people know this, but I think a lot of people may not know. Now, were you, you, your family is originally from Philly. Yes. What part exactly? North Philly. North Philly. And if you're familiar with Philly, it's mm-hmm. Logan. Logan. Yes. Okay. Talk to me about um, you guys' upbringing in Philly. What do you remember? Wow. Okay, so we were Army brats. My dad was in the Army, mm-hmm. so... We were back and forth. Like, Philly was our base, but we would move out to Kansas, back to Philly. We would move out to Pensacola, Florida, back to Philly. We'd move out to Jersey, Fort Dix, New Jersey, back to Philly. Panama, back to Philly. How long were you staying in these um, spots that you were Different to? times. Like, in uh, Panama, I think it was, like, three years. Oh, wow. In Kansas, it might have been, like, a year or two because my brother was born there. Okay. And um, Fort Dix, New Jersey... I'm not sure. It might have been a year or two that we lived there also. And, um, yeah. So, yeah. We're always back and forth. Talk to me about your fondest memories of your childhood. Oh, wow. Like, my fondest memories were we had, you know, kind of a tumultuous upbringing because my dad was, you know, pretty abusive to my mom. So there was one period in our life when my mom, she took us and took us to Florida. So Mm -hmm. it was just us and her. So she didn't really have a lot of money. So Lisa would have to babysit us. Oh, wow. You know, so I was like six when we first moved to Florida. So Lisa was like, like maybe like nine. Mm-hmm. And my brother, he's a year younger. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like you have your like nine-year-old sister <laughs> telling you what to do. Watching you. It was How was best. she as the authoritative figure at nine? Was I she mean, easygoing? She was the best, but it was like we had to listen to her. Uh-huh. You know, I know, you know, one time I think my brother didn't want to listen to her. So she got this big giant butcher knife. It was all rusty. He had jeans on. She's like, you don't listen to me. I'm going to saw your leg off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that knife wouldn't cut through anything. But I mean, for the most part, you know, we did what she said because we looked up to her. Like, even though she was a few years older, it seemed like she was like 10 years older. You know, she was always really mature. And um, so those were the best times of my life growing up with Lisa watching us because we just had fun all the time. She used to set booby traps. She used to teach us plays. She used to teach us, like, dances, stuff to do when my mom got home. And, um, yeah, it was just really, really fun. Wow. I'm glad that you shared that. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Now, before there were TLC, before there was TLC, it was the Lopez kids. Yes. I was told that that <laughs> was actually that. Left Eye's first group. Yes. And the, the Lopez, Lopez kids, kids. consists of who? Tell the people. Me, my brother, <laughs> and Lisa. <laughs> so, yes, like I said, she would teach us plays, uh, songs, stuff to do. And whenever we would go to, like, an event, whether it was a church event or whether it was, like, a banquet we would get up in front of the people known as the Lopez kids and do our routine. And it always had like a routine, you know, with it. We were like marching around in a circle, singing, oh, when the saints go marching in. And we would <laughs> ad libs. And it was just really, really fun. She made our childhood more fun. 
Wow. Now, this, so she formed a group. It was her yeah, idea? Yeah. Everything was her idea. We just <laughs> did whatever she told us to do, literally. Well, okay, so <laughs> what part did you play and your brother play in this group? Were you guys singing? I'm, I'm sure she All was singing and rapping. Above. No, she wasn't rapping at this point. Rapping came way later. She okay. just, I think, just was, you know, naturally artsy and creative and just had to get it out so as you know a little kid like you know six seven eight nine years old only thing she could think of doing was singing and you know dancing not dancing like you know to music because we really didn't have rhythm growing up honestly neither did lisa she got it first but none of us had rhythm growing up really so we just did stuff like marching around doing steps and yeah stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) at what age would you say she tapped into her um her artistry i think it was when she was a teenager i would say maybe about 13 ish Mm -hmm. 13 14 ish um when it comes to your artistry because you hip rock yes first lady of hip rock yes explain that to the people exactly well, what hip rock is. I feel like it's self-explanatory, <laughs> but... It is. Uh, can you, okay, there we go. Good. Okay. <laughs> so, hip rock is a combination of hip-hop and rock. Mm-hmm. And when I formed the name, I didn't like the other names I was hearing. I was hearing rap rock. I was hearing ghetto rock. I was hearing ghetto metal, whatever. And I'm like, none of those names fit me. Right. I was rapping, but the music was rock. Yeah. I grew up listening to rock music. Right. But I was around hip-hop a lot. Mm -hmm. So I have both influences. So when I went to do my own music, I was trying to think of a catchy name, and I'm like, oh, duh, hip-rock. So, you know, I kind of, you know, named myself the first lady of hip-rock because it wasn't really, you know, well-known out there before I started doing it. Other people were doing it, but it wasn't labeled hip-rock. Like Linkin Park... Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, people like that. Kid Rock, they do hip rock. They just mm-hmm. don't call it hip rock. But you came in with the title, so yes. boom, you got that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, creatively, outside of Lisa, who inspires you to do your music? Wow. I think a lot of things that I see inspire me. A lot of people that are just doing things their own way, kind of like carving their own niche and taking their own path inspires me Mm -hmm. because growing up, I never fit in. I was never like other people. People would call me weird, make fun of me and stuff like that. Mm. And as I was younger, I always tried to fit in, but I never did. So when I got older, I kind of realized, wait a minute, I don't need to fit in. You know, let me just pave my own path. You know what I mean? So that's... Kind of what I did. And I'm sure Lisa was instrumental in that because from what we see, she yes. was always outside of the box. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? 
head over to amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. It was always just seemed like herself unapologetically. Yes, and she was instrumental in the way that she let me be me. Mm. I think that's the best thing she could have done for me when other people would look at me and be like, why isn't she like Lisa? Or why isn't she like this? Like, mm -hmm. why is she, you know, weird or whatever? When Lisa was like, whatever, do All your thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, yeah. Who would you say, um, if you can, inspired Lisa musically? Well, creatively? growing up, I can just tell you, like, the posters... On our walls growing up, because we had to share a room all the time, bump beds. <laughs> Love it! Give me the yes. stoop of posters! So, Prince was always on the wall. Michael Jackson was always on the wall. I remember Moni Love being on the wall. Um, let's see. Dur Duran Duran was on the wall. <laughs> and those were all Lisa's posters. Really? Yes. Did she have, like, a favorite song? Cool J. Okay. Yeah, she loved LL. Did she have like a favorite record that she just kept blasting over and over again? Hmm. Like for instance, Waterfalls was like in heavy rotation in every right. household. Like you know what I mean? What was it for her? It was like you cut that what? freaking record off. I think it probably would have been one of Prince's songs, maybe like When Doves Cry or something. Because I I just remember hearing it a lot growing mm. up. So that definitely would have been one of them. Now currently TLC has an album out. Did you mm -hmm. check it out? Did you listen to it? I've heard you like it? one of the singles. I think it was way back. Way back. Yeah, I, I like heard that record. On, it online and it was cool. It was cool. Okay. Um, I do want to talk about some of the early Left Eye moments when she got with TLC. Mm -hmm. Now, we talked about you, your whole family and your father basically being an army brat. Is that what they call it? Is that yes. the term? <laughs> the move to Atlanta. Talk to me about Lisa's decision to move to Atlanta and why. Well, she actually was moving to Atlanta with some people that were going to use her for a video. Music video? Yes, it was okay. a music video. And I can't remember the name. I'm not sure if it was Angel, because there is a really, really old music video out there called Angel. What was she doing? Dancing? She was dancing. Okay. So I'm not sure if that's the one she moved to Atlanta for, mm -hmm. but it was a music video that she was supposed to be in, and she um, came to Atlanta with maybe um, a few other people. It was this guy, I guess, who was, you know, doing the video, and maybe a few other people. So, you know, she was like 17 or 18, and, you, sh you know, she told my mom, you know, um, oh, can you open up a bank account for me? And she had like a certain amount of money. My mom put it in her bank account for her, and she was like, you know, can you just send me the money if I need it? So my mom was like, well, you know, she pretty much had to let her go because she was like, you know, 17, 18 years old. So, you know, she just got all the information of the guy and everything like that and, you know, just kept in touch with her and let her go. Okay. And, I mean, I just, I think I just woke up one morning and she was just gone. Right. Like, I knew that she was talking about it, uh -huh. but I don't know if I knew that she was leaving that exact day. You know what I mean? Like... I was younger. I was doing my own thing, you know, whatever, <laughs> in school, hanging with my friends. And right. then, you know, like, I you wake come up home one yeah, day. Yeah, she's like, gone. Yeah. Deuces. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I didn't think of her being gone as not coming back. Like, right. I always thought she was going to do the video and coming back. So it sounds like it. Wasn't it. Really a big deal. Yeah. As you tell the story, it's like, okay, you're doing a music video yeah. and you're going to stay out there indefinitely? Like, right. I don't know she that never she really... had that in her mind that she would stay out there indefinitely. I think she was just going to go and see what happens. And it happened. <laughs> now that you look back on it, do you think 
now she always had a plan and staying out there and knowing that she wanted to get into music? I don't know that she always had a plan in staying out there, but mm. I know that she had a plan on being a superstar. Mm. That's what I can say. Whether it was dancing, whether it was acting, whether it was music. Okay. She knew she would be a superstar. Okay, so you come home or you wake up one morning, Lisa's gone. She's in Atlanta and she chilling. <laughs> when did you get wind of her being TLC? When did you get wind of the T-Boz and that whole chili con- combination? I think it was more of when they finished the album and the album came out and it was like on the radio, the crazy sexy, I mean, not crazy sexy, but the ooh on the TLC tip. But what about the news? How did you get informed of the group TLC? I don't think I really did because social, it wasn't social media back then. So she didn't call you guys. It was like, I got a deal with LaFace. I I met these two girls. I don't like being that young. That's not really a big deal to me until oh, I see it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, okay, like, what? Well, that doesn't mean anything to me. I wasn't in the music. I wasn't in the industry at all. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, this is just my sister telling me something she's doing. From I'm your like, recollection, oh. how soon after when she moved out there did you hear ooh, on a TLC? Probably to- like two to three years. I mean, really? yeah, it was so quick. Like, she was like 21 oh. or something when they came out. So, it was just really quick. Wow. It was just really quick. Um, where is Crystal Jones, the original C? <laughs> I don't know, but I did meet her. The original C at TLC. I actually met her several years ago, maybe between two and five years ago. Oh. At one of the radio stations. I was down there doing an interview, and I think she was coming in for the interview, too. And that was, like, the first time we had met, and it was just surreal. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did she cool. give you any information that was new to you? No, but she was doing an interview about her being in the group oh, okay. on the radio station. Um, so I think I did end up listening to that um, interview. But yeah, it was just, it was pretty cool meeting her. Yeah. yeah. Now, when Lisa got the record deal and TLC is booming, she sent for her whole family, correct? Oh, of course, yeah. Was it two years or two or three years you said after the deal? Was Probably. it around the same time of that first album when you guys fl- came to Atlanta? Let's see. Uh, TLC tip came out like, 93-ish, mm-hmm. 93, 94, and we moved down there like the same time, like 93, 94. So I think as soon as she got signed and, you know, got some money, she sent for us, yeah. Okay. Um, as far as her work ethic, what do you remember about that when it came to Lisa, like her creative process of getting in the studio? Because I'm assuming you were privy to that information and seeing that, her doing her thing in the booth, Correct. Yes and no. I didn't see her doing recording a lot of TLC because I was still in Atlanta. I mean, in Philly. I was still in Philly. I was still in school. Right. So, you know, she was out there recording, but I did get to see a lot of her recording her solo album, you know, Supernova, because it was in her house, you know, in the studio. Mm -hmm. But um, just as far as her work ethic, just in general, I mean, it was amazing. It was nonstop. She was so creative. She would always come up with the concepts for TLC, like almost every album when TLC had their tour. She designed the stage. You know what I mean? She came up with the concept of fan mail. I mean, you know, everything like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, and I see a lot of old interviews where um, T-Boz and Chili credit her for that. And, and yeah. even when Left I Was Still Alive, they credit her for that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, she made that known. And um, I posted some of those videos on my Instagram, I believe. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was just always my favorite member. Um, talk to me about TLC now, currently. 
we spoke about the album. You mm-hmm. said you like the one record that you heard. I only heard the one record as well, and I do like it. What is your current relationship with the women now, T-Boz and Chili? Well, they, I don't see them as often, of course, as I used to, mm-hmm. um, because they're out touring a lot. And then um, uh, Tion lives in L.A., actually. So, okay. Yeah, I don't see them as much, but... Um, I mean, I wish them all the best, you know, on their new album and anything else that they do. You know, I think she, they should still continue, you know, with the TLC name and, yeah. you know, do whatever they can. As far as the TLC name, your sister is the L in TLC. Yeah. So when it comes to this new album, do the proceeds or any of the sales of that album go to the family? Um, They're supposed to go to Lisa's estate. Okay. And, Which is you guys? Uh, yes. Right. And uh, we just agreed to like a lower percentage because she wouldn't be you know performing and out there you know helping them promote it so yeah a percentage still comes in yeah okay so y'all worked that out that's mm-hmm. great now i did see in the interview that t-boss uncle is married yes to my mom yeah so we're actually cousins by marriage really <laughs> and they've been married for like 10 12 15 years like no over 15 years that's right because we were all at the wedding yeah, because Lisa was at the wedding. So, yeah, they've been married over 15 years. So my mom and T-Boss's mom became best friends wow. when TLC came out. Wow. So naturally, Tian's mom introduced my mom to her brother. brother yeah. They got along, got married, and yeah. so Y'all really family. Because yeah. when I see y'all even growing up, and even now, I just always felt a strong bond amongst the women. Yeah. It was just uh, a sisterhood that was just undeniable. Yeah. And y'all really solidified that joint. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, seriously. Y'all blended the families. Um, I do want to touch on the biopic, even though it's been a couple of years since it aired. And I've I seen interviews where you spoke about it. What biopic? The TLC, Crazy Sexy Cool. Oh, it's actually not a biopic. What is it? Um, Would you not call it that? Is that what well, it is? Because no, that's not what they me. call it. When okay. it first came out, it was called a biopic. Right. There were some lawsuits, and they oh. had to take that title off of it. It's not a biopic because it was so much stuff in there that was inaccurate. It's not considered a biopic. It's not labeled a biopic anymore. You, to me, is coming across like you agree with that. Basically, oh, sure. it should not be called a biopic in yeah, the first place. Yeah, it, it's a it's a good entertaining movie based on TLC. Hmm. And that's what it is, and it's good for what it is. So it was more entertainment than actual facts, you would say. Talk to me about Left Eye's depiction in that film that you can say was inaccurate. Well, for the simple fact that her family was involved in mostly everything she did, it wasn't seen in the movie. Yeah, it was. But uh, the other girls were seen with their families, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing that was so way off, you know what I mean? And um, just for the simple fact that and, you know, of course they can't show everything. But right. if you're going to show something, show it the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a um, time in the movie where they showed the ladies doing the um, creep video. And Lisa had tape over her mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, in the movie, it just made it seem like she just didn't want to cooperate. And she just wanted things her own way. So she wore tape. She wore tape because she didn't agree with the lyrics to mm-hmm. creep. Mm. You know, so something like that is important to show somebody's personality and why they did stuff. So if you're going to have that scene, show it right. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. So that's I think her fans the only thing I'm saying. Would have you know? loved to have known that. That, that was the cause behind It was always behind, behind when she did stuff, it was always something. A message. Yeah, a message behind. It wasn't like, oh, well, I just don't want to do this. I want to do things my way. I'm going to wear tape over my mouth. 
I agree. I, from what I remember, um, it kind of made her seem as if she was just being difficult. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, difficult and selfish and like that wasn't Lisa. So, you know, I think the really diehard True Left Eye fans knew. They know even if they saw the movie and liked it, they still knew the real Lisa, you know. Mm-hmm. So, it you know, it is what it is. Wow, I'm glad you shared that. So the, the Creep tape, she, she didn't agree it. with the message. That reminds me. She even me. did an interview saying it. If, you know, a woman is going to be cheated on, why are we going to tell her to cheat back? Why don't we just tell her to leave? Mm-hmm. You know, that was her whole thing. And she, you know, voiced it. You know, but, you know, when you're in a group, you know, you can't just, you know, do things your way. There's three people, so. Have you ever voiced that, um, I don't want to call it a concern, but your input or your feelings about that to the two young women? Chili no, and because the movie was done and it was their movie. You know, we signed over the rights for them to use, you know, Lisa's likeness in the movie. But um, in the end, it was their movie. So, And it was no input from, obviously, the no. family Mm-mm. in that no. movie, TV movie, I guess we'll call it. No yeah. biopic. Right. TV movie. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you wish they've shown, they did show, that they didn't? Well, I wish they would have shown more parts of Lisa's true persona you Mm. know for it to come out but i mean honestly biopics are not long enough and then you have three girls you know what i mean so you know they really couldn't get too much in depth Mm -hmm. and that's why i'm actually working on lisa's biopic movie oh that's why i'm headed to la um right after this exclusive everybody (laughs) woman in hip-hop podcast yes you have the exclusive (laughs) yes i'm working on a um biopic movie deal and a book deal and it's just about Lisa. It's not about TLC. Of course, TLC was part of her life. Yeah. You know, will be included, but it's about Lisa. Her years growing up, her journey, you know, why she became who she became. And yeah, so. Yes, please give that to us. I will. The fans will love that. Um, Did you know that your sister was going to be this big? Did you know that TLC was going to no. be this huge? No, I didn't. And like I said, even when TLC came out, I wasn't into music. So I didn't even realize how big TLC was. And then this is like my sister. So yeah. I just see her as my sister. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't realize, honestly, how big she was and how many people's lives she impacted until she was no longer here. Wow, really? Yeah, yes, because like all these people, you know approached me, sent me messages, and I'm like, wow, like, all over the world. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's when it really hit me, like, wow. Like, How special your yeah, sister like, was to yeah, the rest of us. outside of me. Right. You know. Because you family. Yeah. So you see her from a different perspective. I exactly. totally get it. But, yeah, yeah she was larger than life. Yeah, people and, looked and at and her. even now, you know, people are getting these tattoos. People still hit me up. Do you mind if I get this tattoo? I'm like, wow. You see, I dressed up as a yes! paying homage. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, I will never understand what she meant to those people. Yeah. I will never. Like, I can get a glimpse from them just telling me, but, yeah. you know, I'll never understand it. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's amazing that, you know, one person can you know affect the world like that she definitely affected my upbringing for sure um little mama i saw in an interview she said that you visited the set Mm -hmm. of the film crazy sexy cool and she said you you cried she made you cry she didn't make me cry and i saw an interview um 
She may not have known why I was crying. I did visit the set and, um, you know, was watching, you know, some of the scenes. I'm an emotional person, period. Like, I was called crybaby growing up. Oh, okay. I cry on commercials. So the thing was, it wasn't so much she made me cry, but whenever I'm in a situation and I'm only in that situation because Lisa's not there, it's emotional. Yeah. Like, if I go see TLC perform, I'm going to cry. It's emotional. Like, mm-hmm. I'm watching a scene that I wouldn't be watching if Lisa was here. You know what I mean? The way I'm watching it. So, you know, that was emotional for me. I mean, Little um, little Mama did a great job. You know, I, I think she did an amazing job portraying Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I know you don't agree with what the, th- the things that were put in the film, but, but I, her I portrayal. Yeah. I can, you know, give props where they're due. Like she spot on. Job. Yeah. Okay, so when she approached you on set that day, she when you were crying, it wasn't because of her necessarily at all. No, it was just because of the situation and Lisa just not being there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you in communication with L LA Reed or Babyface at all? No. No. Uh huh. I mean if I see them, you know, I'll be like, Hey, but no. Okay. Okay, people also, um, because I was looking at past interviews, and it bothered me when some people were saying, "Um, well, why is she speaking out against the film, or why does she feel this way, well, maybe she doesn't know a lot of things, because it seems as if T-Boz and Chili was closer to Left Eye than you were, her own family. And I think that is so (laughs) weird. Yeah. What do you say to people that would say that? Because... I was reading the comments, and it wasn't just one. It was just a lot. And I, I had to you, stop reading them. Yeah. Honestly, I had to stop reading them because, I mean, none of those people know what they're talking about. But it's almost like they do. I think it's because she was so involved. She was so, she meant so much to us, right? Mm-hmm. And we planted her in our everyday life. Right. So to us, it's like we know her mm-hmm. better than her own family know her. You know what I'm saying? Because right. what we see on TV every day. And we just mm-hmm. assume that T-Boz and Chili, not we, because I didn't agree. But mm-hmm. I even get that with my own siblings because, right. you know, my family is in Detroit, I'm in New York, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you don't know your brother like I know your brother. Right. And it's like, what? Well, like, that's I mean, my brother. Right. Like, And it is <laughs> levels to people. Like, no one will know and understand what we went through from birth to the time she got in TLC. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, saying, you know, T-Boss and Chili was closer, no. They knew her on a different level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They were her group mates. They were in business together. You know, they were best friends. You know, I'm her sister. That's a, a totally different level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, no one person knows everything about anybody, regardless, mm-hmm. whether it's your spouse, whether it's your sister, brother, aunt, uncle, whatever. There's always going to be some things you don't know about them, and they're going to tell other people, you know, that they don't tell you. But no, I mean, it, it's it can't. There's no comparison. Not I mean, my, there's no comparison. No, I totally agree. No, um, we got the reason for your name, mm-hmm. and I read, of course, like I said, Google <laughs> says a lot, but a lot of their information is wrong. So if you can, can you clear up the reason behind your sister's name, Left yes. Eye? Yes. Well, is it right what I read on Google? I or? don't know. What did you read? It was kind of like I don't know. No, what did you read? It was like. Someone gave her that name. Oh, a guy yeah. complimented her left eye. Yeah. Really? Yes. I was like, a- but do you know who it is? No. He's yeah. He's in 
in the industry. He's who? famous. Who? Biv. Michael Bivens. Another woman in hip hop <laughs> <laughs> podcast yes. with Jazzy Bell exclusive. Michael her Bivens. Left eye was more attractive than her right because it was more slanted. Yeah. Michael Bivens. Yes. Michael New edition. BBD. Yes. Wow. Hi, everyone. Jazzy Bell here from Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. And if you're a fan of music, then be sure to check out and subscribe to Woman in Hip Hop Podcast, a show that focuses on the many talents and influences from women within the culture. And is brought to you exclusively by Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip hop, powered by creators. Yeah, they've been friends pretty much since the beginning. Wow. Left eye. Cuter than the right eye. <laughs> Basically, that's... Yes. You know her sister. Was her left eye cuter than her right? I mean, I started looking, you know, after, you know, I found out, you know, what he said and who said. It. I was like, oh, well, it is slanted more. But yeah. so to them, you know, that was their observation. Brother was close, man. He was in tune. <laughs> Jesus, that's an intensive bruh. Yeah. Um, and then. Okay, so that is true. Yeah. And it was Michael Bivis. Great. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. Again, I love it. The condom and the and all of that. Mm-hmm. Talk to me as far as the message behind that. I remember yes. being a fan, but mm-hmm. some of these new millennials Yeah. <laughs> they may not. Don't. I know I've I've seen kids wearing, you know, young kids, their parents don't want them to wear a condom. They have like an egg on the glasses. Oh, that's too cute. <laughs> Cuz I think actually think some of the kids thought it was an egg. Really? Yes. See? They don't know. Like they're young and then it was, you know, the color and then the film was clear so you can see through it, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they still sell those. I don't know. But um anyway, in Philly on South Street, there was a store called Condemnation. So they had like Every condom you can think of, that's all they sold was pretty much condoms. Yeah. So she used to go in there all the time. I used to go with her and just buy all these crazy looking condoms, colors, going to dark, little tiny ones that you know, <laughs> on your finger. And I would just be in there. You know, I'm like younger. I'd be in there like. <laughs> you had no at the time. But did she tell you why? Like, OK. Well, yeah, safe I know sex, it's for yeah, safe sex. I knew that, but I think it was. More more than that, it was safe sex, it was a movement, it was something fun, you know, and a fun way to not just push something in your face mm-hmm. and, you know, get a message across. You know, like I said earlier, there was always a message behind what she was doing, but she would do it in a fun, visually fun way. And the other women in the group adopted that same mm-hmm. look, but they obviously wasn't on their left eye. Right. But it was like all the, so she kind of formed that idea as well. Yeah. Just a safe sex. And, I, I think they all did pretty much with yeah. the safe sex, yeah. Now, she has four Grammys. Do you guys have those? Of course. Where are they? <laughs> I'm going to try to envision. Where are they in the Locked house? up. <laughs> we actually had a psycho fan when TLC first came out. It was actually before we moved to Atlanta. He would call the house, call the house back to back, and he knew all of our names, all of our ages, and everything. It was weird. So once we moved to Atlanta, this same fan, he was about 17, 16, 17 years old from Chicago. He stole a car, drove down to Atlanta, broke in our house to try to steal Lisa's trophies. What? <laughs> and what yes. happened to that man? Is he locked up somewhere? <laughs> I, I don't know where he is now. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, the police got him that night. My mom and my brother were at the house. I wasn't there. I was still in Philly in school. Thank <laughs> God you guys weren't there. No, my mom and brother were there. I wasn't he there. He tried to break in though, right? He didn't he get in? He broke in, yes. And what did your brother and your mother do to him? I don't know. I know they called the cops. Okay, yes. don't snitch. So they beat him up. I'll take it. 
kid. Hey, sixteen? Yeah, that bro grown. But now, so. When it comes to uh, co-writing and the credits, your sister received the most out of absolutely all three. Um, talk to me about that. Did she ever discuss that with you? Just about the importance of writing and. Well, she was always writing. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up. You know, I guess you know once she could you know develop words and you know put them in a um, creative way and put them in like story form, she always wrote. But she was writing stories and poetry. You know, growing up until high school is when she first started, you know, writing raps. But she always wrote, you know, the stories and the skits that we did as the Lopez kids, she wrote. The Lopez kids. I love that. I'm so happy that you spoke about (laughs) that. That's really her first group. I know. I never thought about it like that. But you're actually right. That is her first group. Yes. TLC and Destiny's Child Mm -hmm. constantly (laughs) get compared. Oh, yeah. A lot. Yeah, they do. Destiny's Child was actually actually on the TLC tour because I went on tour with my sister, the mm-hmm. only tour that they headlined, and Destiny's Child was um, opening for them. Okay. And um, I just remember, you know, meeting all the girls and being around all the girls. But, yeah, when you ask someone the biggest female group, some people say Destiny's Child, some people say TLC. But actually, TLC is. TLC is number one from the United States, okay? They're number two in the world. Spice Girls is number one in the world, worldwide. Mm. TLC is As far as sales? Um, I'm I'm pretty sure it's sales. Mm -hmm. Um, Spice Girls, and from the U.S., it's TLC is number one. Mm. Yeah, so Destiny's Child, I'm not sure. They may be number two, I'm not sure. Okay. But yeah, TLC is number one. How did your sister feel about the comparison? You know, before she, before she uh, I don't passed think she away, really was she ever cared. bothered by that? Stuff like that didn't really bother her because uh-huh. when you know, you know. Like she wasn't the kind of person that would have to try to prove something to you. You know what I mean? So, I I never heard her really. You know, was she a fan much. of Beyonce and the girls? Of course, yes, yeah. most good. definitely she was. Yeah, good, good, good. You know, people try to make beefs where there are no beefs. Yes, <laughs> like yes. I loved them. She loved them. You know, so yeah. That's why I wanted to clear that up. It's yeah. like a friendly feud because of that discrepancy. Feud, oh no, not between oh, them. Okay. I mean, the we made it. Oh, that. right, right, the right. The fans. Yeah, yeah. I was in this um, interview with um, Centric TV where they give you these questions that you have to answer in less than a minute. In a minute. Mm-hmm. And it was like Destiny Child or TLC, and I'm like TLC. <laughs> But what were they asking you? What? Do you no, like just like, what you rather, like, yeah, okay. which one, like, is your favorite? Okay. Like, which one? And I'm like, TLZ. And then I let other people go, and it was like, you know, people said Desi Child, TLZ. Mm-hmm. But it was like, really? That's not even a comparison. Right. But I guess for me, my love for Left Eye right. and my love for hip-hop is like a no-brainer. Right, right. For me. But then the group, to me, is the better group. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It really is the better group. Talk to me about, if you can, um, Andre Risen. Have you been in contact with him at all lately? Have you reached out to the family? No, I haven't been in contact with him. I just thought it was very interesting that he married someone named Lisa Lopez. That was just so weird to me. He's married to a woman named Lisa Lopez? Yeah. And what does she do? Um, I'm not sure. When did he get married? Do you remember? Uh, it was years ago, but someone just, you know, I guess 
at, was asking me if I knew. And I was like, no. And it's just so weird. Wow. Yeah. I guess he was supposed to be with Elisa Lopez. Yeah. Same last name spelling? I think she may spell it with a Z. Okay. But still. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty interesting. How was your relationship with him? Um, it was fine. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, we never spent time together outside of Lisa, but I mm -hmm. mean, he never, you know, treated me bad. Okay. I want you, I want you to clear up this rumor. Okay. And this is a rumor that was just um, brought to me. I didn't even, really? yeah, this new rumor. It's not a new rumor, but I guess it's an old rumor, but I just well, got just wind of it. it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, I don't know if this is true. Did Tupac and Left Eye ever date? Oh, okay, okay. They never dated, but they were friends. Um, they never slept together or anything like that. Actually, Tupac told Lisa, don't ever let me sleep with you because <laughs> it's going to ruin our friendship. So, you know, they wow. were really good friends. And I, I think they were collect connected on a spiritual level, you know, a more, um, you know, more than just, you know, the physical level because she actually did like a painting of him. And I have Michelle send it to you. Um, Athene had the painting so now I'm assuming um, that her daughter Set probably has the painting. Yeah. But anyway, Lisa did a painting of Tubac, and on the back, like she wrote this stuff. And one thing she wrote on the painting was, "We're going to be together in ten years." And ten years from that date, she passed. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Well, I mean, you know, I believe in you know being connected on that spiritual level. Like I believe yeah. that your spirit knows stuff that you don't. You know, mm -hmm. and a lot of times, you know, I'll say something and later on I'm like, how did I even know to say that or how do I even know that? And then, you know, I realized, you know, it wasn't me speaking in the physical sense. It was, you know, my spirit speaking mm -hmm. and I just kind of caught up with it. You know what I mean? So, you know, I believe in, you know, stuff like that, especially if you let your spirit lead you, you know, you'll be more in tune. So, I mean, she was very in tune and Tupac was very in tune also. So. They both were Gemini's. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, they had a lot in common. Um, when she did that painting, mm -hmm. he uh, he and already passed. Yes, I believe he did. Okay, I believe he did. Okay, so. I actually have that as um, my next question when it comes to the spiritual journey mm -hmm. before her passing. It seemed like that's what she was on. Would you? I guess you yeah. would call it that because I didn't necessarily know the proper term to use. Oh right. As far as um, what she was on. She was always kind of spiritually connected, I guess, to the universe or, or whatever. Yeah. God, like, was she just always that way throughout her whole life? She was, but I think as she got older, you know, she would um, tap into it more, you know, mm -hmm. or, you know, um, pay more attention to it. You know, she, I don't think she ever was content with, you know, just being limited, you know. So, yeah, it seems like she was always searching for something outside of herself, which is kind of in yourself. But, yeah. you know, it's like until you realize it's in yourself, you're searching for it outside yourself. So Knowledge. towards the end, she, she was... knew it was in herself. And that's what she told all of us in Honduras. Like everything you're searching for is in yourself. Mm -hmm. It's just like we look outside of ourselves. Was, she's, uh, was she always into uh, numerology? No, she wasn't always into numerology, but she did get into numerology. When around the time would you say she started getting um, delving into that? I would say maybe like five years before she passed or something like that. That that I noticed. Now, we did touch on Tupac a little bit. 
I remember her being on the road with Shook Knight and uh-huh. all of that. And her name was Nina. Oh, Nina when she was signed to the road. Yes. Yeah. How was that? What was going on around that time? Well, she moved to L.A. at that time, so I didn't see her much. Okay. Um, you know, phone calls and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was something that she ended up regretting. You know, at the time when she did it, I think she wanted more freedom than she was getting in TLC. So she thought that would be a good situation and it just turned out to be not the situation she thought it was so yeah yeah it was pretty short-lived around that time what was happening was that fan mail era i'm horrible with dates okay um but she was still yeah it probably was um after their um yeah their last album yeah okay but you could say that you know that that was just something she yes that's my alarm going off saying oh okay okay Okay, I'm going to wrap it up to uh, just got a few oh, more questions, but I'm going to get through them. Okay, I have something to give you. You too? Yes. I and here know. I felt bad for not bearing gifts, but I'm going to send something because I'm like, I well, want to give her something. I have a gift besides this uh, book bag that you guys are seeing. This is part of my that line. Is that is gorgeous. It's the line dedicated to Lisa and it's called I Legacy. Oh. So I have backpacks. I have bigger ones. I have these small ones. I have tights. I have shirts and stuff like that. So part of the proceeds goes to her foundation. Are you saying that's my backpack? Oh, that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because literally I need a backpack. <laughs> you, you can go on my website. And, and I'm going to purchase it. I sure will. I was like, but if you're going to give that one to me. Child, I'm like, love you. But she shut it down real quick. Y'all heard that? That's my backpack? Uh, no. I created my own all-natural hair girl formula. Oh, this, right, that even better. This is all my hair. It's wrapped, but this is my hair. My oh, hair is wow. down to my butt. Oh, wow. Yes, this is all-natural hair girl serum. So you need to use it. Use it as instructed, and it will work. Thank you. And this is for you. And you can also get this off my website. Thank you. Thank you. What's the website? Raindropmusic.net. <laughs> I'm definitely going to put that on my edges tonight. Yeah. No. <laughs> Oh, yeah, edges, okay. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. what edges were at first. That's because you got them. I was like, these are edges? <laughs> and then someone was like, no, these are edges. I was like, oh. Girl. We but went yes, through yes, it. it works with your edges. Yes, yes, that's that's with all that braids and the perm, all the stuff that you should not put on your hair. That's what caused it. Okay, so now that I'm going to run through these questions. Okay. What's the biggest um, misconception when it comes to left eye that you would say? I think the biggest misconception is that she was just this wild, crazy person, and she wasn't. Okay. How do you want her remembered? I want her remembered for who she truly was inside, and she was just a very loving, giving person. Like, anyone that ever spent time with Lisa, they all tell you the same thing. They all, you know, express very loving, just very intellectual, very creative, and, you know, just very down-to-earth. Okay. If Left Eye um, was here today... What do you think she would be doing professionally? If it wasn't still music outside of that, what do you think that she would have tapped into? Wow, the sky's the limit. And, you know, the Internet just pretty much came out. Exactly. You know what I mean? So she didn't even get to experience all that. Like, it's no telling. I mean, she would have been doing so many things. I think she would have been... Maybe... It's been 15 years and you've yeah, been exactly. here. So think right. about the things that's like, wow, if my sister was here, she would have loved that. She would have been into that and that and that. I mean, she would have been into so much stuff as far as, like, I remember when they first came out with the, um, uh, what is that thing called where they project, like, an image of the person, um, the hologram. Oh, yeah. Like, she would have loved that. Like, even to make her as a hologram, knowing Lisa, I know for a fact she would have wanted us to do that. 
you know, but, you know, that's TLC's decision. So she was into stuff like that. She was into stuff on another level. I could totally know. see her being into that. Yes. Especially with the No Scrubs video. Like, yes, that was her absolutely. idea. Absolutely. Being, like, very out of space, like. Yes. Then a hologram kind of. super duper creative. I mean, she always invented things before they were out. Like, I see stuff now coming out. I'm like, Lisa invented that 10 years ago. She invented something called the cleanest penis. And it was... Uh, Excuse me? <laughs> I know. She named it the cleanest penis. And it was something for women to use when they can't sit down and go to the bathroom. Like if they want to go outside and go to the bathroom. But I was actually in Africa and some woman pulled out her purse. It, lo- it looks kind of like a... Um, Isn't that that little pink thing that you, yes! put, that you could pee And that's out? exactly what Lisa invented over 10 years ago. I and love your sister so about much. It and everything. And I was like, I saw that and I was like, that's the cleanest penis! <laughs> Penis, penis. Yes. That's what it would have been called if That's Lisa. What she named it. Oh my God! There was so many things she came up with that I see now. Happening. You could buy that online, and I posted yeah. it on Instagram, and I said, "If you know me and you're my friend, get this for me." Yes. And to find out that she really created yes. that clean as penis 15, 20 years ago yeah that's my girl mm-hmm. that's what i left out my <laughs> bitch <laughs> okay um lisa's foundation yes the lisa lopez foundation um my brother and my mom started it i pretty much run it now and what we do is we service underprivileged families so during the holidays like thanksgiving christmas we'll go out shopping for food and deliver them to the families personally and like just back to school just went shopping for like all these backpacks and you know, gave them to families in need. So we do stuff like that. Okay. And are you still doing Music Fest? The Left Eye Music Fest is on a pause. It's on a hiatus oh, okay. because we just need more corporate sponsors. We've been going in the hole with the foundation and, you know, we have to, you know, be careful with that. So we just need some sponsors and then we can start having it again. So Okay, great. Um, give me one word, if you can, to describe your sister. In one word. Oh, creative. That's easy. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That sums it up. <laughs> and I always end this show, like I do with every other guest, I'm going to end it with you the same way. If you can, give me one word to describe the feeling that you're in. Not a sentence, not a phrase, but one word. To describe the feeling I'm in now? Yep. In life. The state oh, that you're in in, in life. life. Yep. Give me one word to describe would- where you are in life right now. I would say euphoric is pretty good. Euphoric. (laughs) All right, you guys, that is a wrap for Women in Hip Hop Podcast. I'd like to thank Raindrop Lopez for being here. She is so beautiful, just as beautiful as her sister Left Eye. I appreciate you coming here and kicking it with me. I'm just a fan of her, and now I'm a fan of you. (laughs) Thank you. No problem. Do you want to give out your social media and anybody that want to get to know your music, where can they go? Yes, absolutely. Well, my one-stop shop is my website, and that's raindropmusic.net, but you have to spell it right. It's R-E-I-G-N-D-R-O-P, music.net. On social media, it's just Raindrop Lopez, but you have to spell spell Lopez with an S and not a Z. And, you know, if you want to get bags, any clothing, my hair products, just go to my website. And that is that. Thank you so much, Raindrop Lopez. I'll check out y'all later. See y'all later. Deuces. (laughs) (laughs) So great meeting you. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities. 
from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Pam offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.